BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, wrecking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast's OCR Facebook group. You'll be glad you did. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here, and on this episode, I've got with me Vanessa Bjorklund, and I hope I said that right, but um, yeah. Vanessa, tell, tell everyone about you, kind of let everyone know who, who's, who you are. Okay, uh, well, my name is Vanessa Bjorklund, I'm 29 years old, I am from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and I like to refer to myself as the okayest endurance and OCR racer, because I'm not the best, and I'm not the worst, so um, I've probably done about 25 Spartan races and a couple other uh, local obstacle course races here and there. Um, Right on. Yeah. So... What are the, you say you've done a, how many Spartan races? About 25? About 25. Um, and that, I guess that would be including the, like, also endurance side of Spartan. So I've done quite a few of the hurricane heats. Right on. I know I looked at your Facebook a little bit, and I saw a lot of pictures of, you know, Spartan and the endurance heat and hurricane heats, all that kind of stuff. So what... What got you into it? What What was the one thing that you know? Suddenly one day said, "Vanessa, you you should you should do this." Well, um, I had like recently gone into fitness, and I saw somebody on my Instagram who had just done a Tough Mudder, and uh, I think it was like Tough Mudder John Heller 2015 or something like. And I just saw like that is the coolest thing I have ever seen in my life, and I would love to do that. And I had a friend at the time who was kind of like my support system at the time. And she was like, oh, you know, like, I think you could do a Mud Hero. I think you could do a Tough Mudder, but I don't ever think you could do a Spartan. And I thought, like, well, why not? Why don't you think I can do a Spartan? So uh, I think she's only done one Spartan. I blocked her, and I signed up for a Spartan, and I showed up. And um, it's been... You know, since ever since then, I've just been doing them. So, I mean, like, thanks and awesome. no thanks from that person, right? <laughs> yeah, no, and I get it completely. I'm I'm the same way, pretty much. If you if you want me to do something, tell me I can't do it, and I'll be like, wait, what do you mean I can't do it? I'll show you. So, yeah, that's awesome. So it basically started with someone telling you that they didn't think you could do it. Have you done any tough mutters? I've actually I know you never said that done was a, a tough <laughs> Me either. <laughs> That's the one, actually. I'm finally going to do one here in September when they come to Seattle. So only because Warrior Dash went away and I used that registration to to do the Tough Mudder. But I've just, for whatever reason, that race has never been one that I've done. I've always done the Spartans and some of the other local, you know, mud runs. But so 
What other ones have you done up in Canada? I know you said you've done some local ones and you're up in Alberta. I know I've heard of a few up there, but what other races are there up in Alberta that you've you've done and what are they kind of like? Uh, okay, so we have like X Warrior up here. X Warrior yep. is like top-notch OCR community. Like it's run by uh, a guy named Darcy Shalafu and that guy is like the MVP of running OCR. Like he cares about his community and um like he's just he's just the best and uh so he runs a really great OCR and endurance uh like franchise out here and um so we just did one on the weekend and if you finish like a series of races um in his of the X Warrior ones then you get what's called a battle axe. So I earned my battle axe yep. this weekend, which was pretty cool. And um That's awesome. I, I tried for a podium. I tried so hard, and I didn't get it, but uh, next time, I guess. <laughs> next time, you'll get it. And see, that's awesome, because I keep hearing so many things about and that's one that I was kind of wondering about, because I keep hearing about that one, the X-Warrior. And uh, I really think that next year I've got to look into going and doing one, because I've heard nothing but good things about them and nothing but good things about Darcy, so... I think I definitely need to get up there for one of those. So, yeah, for sure. Like we've had people come from the states to do them. Um, like there's this uh, one he does, and it's called Black Ops. It's 12 hours mm-hmm. overnight. It's as many laps as you can do in 12 hours, and it's just like a big party. Like you see all your friends. It's like a big sleepover. You're all eating candy and junk food and running with your friends. It's literally like the best time ever. That sounds awesome. I'm a big guy, so running and candy, and that all sounds amazing to me. Well, the not the running, but the candy part. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it does sound like fun. And I've heard, like I said, I've heard great things about them. Um, so what is, I know I'm kind of going off on the X-Warrior thing now, but I kinda, I've always been curious about that one, and I've heard from multiple people. What kind of races are there? Like you said, it's a big party, and you're you're doing all that kind of stuff. But what kind of obstacles? I mean, how does it compare... I mean, I hate to compare race brands, but how does it compare in the other OCR world? Like towards like other um, brands. So there's no burpees. There's no burpees in X Warrior. So instead you do a penalty mm-hmm. loop, you wear a wristband and they give you X's on your uh, wristband and you do a penalty loop at the end instead of okay. burpees, which I really like. And uh, the obstacles are like they're new every time. Like they're always thinking up some kind of crazy obstacle to torture us with and um a lot of them are very grit based um and they don't Mm -hmm. do like the women's carries or the men's carries it's just like it's heavy or heavier like you just there's no women's or men's which i really like because i really hate the idea of women's carries and men's carries because why wouldn't i be able to carry the men's carries and I don't know. I just, I hate the idea of gendered carries. It's such a stupid concept to me. I, I agree. I have one of the, the people that I race with all the time. I, I call her my race wife, but which my wife and her wife are both okay with. But when we do the races, she always talks about like, she goes and people will be like men to this side. And she's like, Nope, heavy or light. That's it. It's not men or women. And she goes to the heavy every time. I've only seen her. There's very few. The only thing she doesn't do heavy in a Spartan race is the 
the bucket carry. Everything else, she does the heavy side. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I, I prefer to do all the men's carries because I think that it should be a challenge, and I think it should be hard, and I also think that the black buckets match my outfit better, so. <laughs> and see, I, I, I agree that they, it should be one or the other. I mean, it's, you know, the big thing that I've seen is because I've done last year and this year will be the second year I've done a, a full trifecta with my son, who's uh, 17. And when he first started doing it, his first one, he was 14. And for a 14-year-old boy, when you're saying men's or women's, most 14-year-old boys aren't going to be able to pick up that men's. So mm-hmm. it's really degrading to, to them to be like, okay, I guess you got to go to the woman's. It's like, no, it should be just like light or heavy. You take your choice, you know? And it was kind of, you know, I felt bad for him when it's like, you know, huh, you know, maybe you should go get the smaller ones. Cause I mean, at that point he was, I mean, the ball, the, the Atlas carry almost weighed as much as he did. So. <laughs> oh, those Atlas carries are heavy. I almost can't yeah. do the men's ones of those. They're crazy heavy. Yeah. So and and this was for my. Are they? Yeah. And it depends on the race. I've been to some where they seem like, I think it was Vegas this year for the Spartan. They weren't that bad. And then Seattle, it was, they seemed like they were probably 40 pounds heavier, like double the weight. It was, it was crazy. And I don't know if it was because they were wet or what, but they, yeah, they seemed heavy. And in Hawaii this last weekend, they seemed really heavy. So in big. I, so. I feel like in the States, like the men's carries are heavier than the men's carries here. Because when I did the men, the, even though I did the women's bucket in Montana this year, and I was struggling. Like I almost put it down, and I never put my bucket down. And um, yeah. like I can one arm a men's bucket in Canada here, so I feel like the mm. carries um, vary, even from Canada to the states. Yeah, yeah I would agree because I think, like I said, I think they vary sometimes from state to state or race to race. So because most of them I can one arm a men's, um, but I'm also I'm a big guy, and for whatever reason, I have strong arms, but everything else about me is big and shouldn't be, so. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right, and now we're going to take a quick pause so we can hear from our sponsors. Like what you hear? Make sure and subscribe and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're using YouTube, please click the little red subscribe icon Then click the little bell for notifications of future episodes. And if you could, give us a thumbs up. And we're back. So we we, kind of went off on a tangent on the X4 and then the the men's and women's thing, which I completely agree with you on that, like I said. Um, What's your favorite part about the OCR community? What, What do you love about doing this? I just love how close everybody gets and kind of the memories that you end up making along the way with everybody, even if they're just like super silly little memories. Like, um, I find like OCR racing is a little bit different than like the endurance events because you meet people in a different scenario and you kind of spend a little bit more Mm -hmm. time with them. So when you do like an endurance event with all these people, you kind of bond with them in a way that you wouldn't typically in a race setting. So what I love about that is that you 
you know, these people become your family and, you know, you get so excited to see these people and you're like, oh my God, like I get to see uh, Michelle this weekend and she has a present for me. And, you know, like you, you, you just get so excited to see your friends and I just love that. It's like going to summer camp. <laughs> it is. I, I completely agree. So that's, yeah. That's kind of what I was wanting. Cause, I mean, that's kind of what I hear from a lot of people is especially like the endurance, because like you said, the endurance, I've done a couple of hurricane heats and you, you bond so much different in the hurricane heats because you're working as a team. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff you're doing is you're working as a team in a lot of those endurance events. Um, you know, my, my nickname pretty Mike came from a hurricane heat. I was in a hurricane heat oh, and awesome. I'm sure, you know, Ding- I'm sure, you know, Dingo. Dingo was... Uh, I've actually never met Dingo. I know who he is, though. Oh. Yeah, Dingo, it wasn't... He wasn't running the, the hurricane heat. He was involved. He was one of us. He was one of the participants in it this time. And it was really weird because I'm used to, I was used to him being, you know, running the endurance events. But he was with us as a, a participant, and he just the whole time kept calling me Pretty Mike and, like, egging me on and, you know, getting me to do stuff and motivating me. And it was just... Yeah. It was funny, and then all of a sudden, by the end of the end of the night, the nickname Pretty Mike just stuck, and that's what it was. And that's been my nickname for what? And that was 2016, I think, when he did that. So that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, the endurance events are interesting. I, I I'm not great at them, and I think part of my problem is, and I've told other people this, is I mean, some people know I broke my foot three years ago, like really bad. And I've gained a lot of weight because of poor decisions to go with that injury. But, uh, I always feel like I'm that guy. You know what I mean? I'm that guy in an endurance event where I'm the one that's holding everyone back and everything else. And I know a lot of people tell me I shouldn't think that way, but in my brain, that's how it is. And that's been my big problem with endurance events since my injury is just that every time I go to do one, I always feel like I'm going to be that guy that's holding everyone up. So, and I've got to, got to get past that and yeah, start doing that it again. So. Yeah. Because like, I'm I, usually the slowest one at the endurance events, but they call me the alpha wolf because I'm the slowest female. So yeah. it, it's kind of cool being the slowest because I usually have to lead everybody, right? So yeah. the slowest runner leads yeah. you. You got to get over that. Yeah. I know I do. And that's, that's been one of my big pushes right now. I'm trying to drop the weight again and get back to where I should be. I'm one of those like you, where I do things, even though I shouldn't. Um, I mean, I'm from, because of the injury, because like I said, because of the bad decisions I made after the injury with my workouts, I'm 270 right now. And I'm way bigger than I should be way bigger than I was. And that's been my biggest problem is I keep telling myself, I'm not going to be able to move fast. I'm more of, when I do a race, it's more of an endurance event. I mean, I did the Hawaii Spartan last weekend, and it took me 11 hours and 59 minutes to do the beast. Hey, it but doesn't I finished matter. It. I you just, did it. Yeah, but I just keep going, and that's kind of my – that's been my thing is I'm one of those that – I'm pig-headed, and I don't know when to stop. So I just keep moving and keep going, you know. I did a full marathon in June, and just it took me eight hours, but I just kept trudging along. So it's just kind of trying to get my cardio back up to a point where I don't feel like I'm holding everyone back on an endurance event. So 
because like I said, I make most races an endurance event, but <laughs> yeah. But you got to so, run your own yeah. race, right? So you're not running yeah, that race true. for anybody but you. No, and that's it. I mean, that was kind of my thing because, like I said, Hawaii. I mentioned Hawaii. Hawaii has been the bane of my existence for four years. So I broke my foot literally eight weeks before Hawaii in 16 and still went and tried to do the races with a boot on. Did not go well. Um, (laughs) I ended up finishing the Super, and that was it for the whole weekend. And then in 17, I quit after the Super because I didn't want to hurt myself anymore because I was supposed to run a uh, super or a sprint with my kid the next weekend. So I didn't finish the, the trifecta. And then in 18, uh, the hurricane. So there was no races. So this year I finally did all three races, all three races in two days. So, and it's nice. I'm paying for it now. My, my feet have huge giant gouges missing out of them at the moment, but I finished those races, no matter what. <laughs> this time, there was nothing stopping me. Yeah, and that's that's just kind of it. I mean, have have you had to deal with any like major injuries yet, and had to come back from them? Because that uh, seems well, to be the, the, the hard a, one. I got in a car accident in um, twenty fifteen, and then so I went to physio forever and ever and ever, and they were like don't race, don't race, don't race. And I was like, oh, but I gotta. So I raced in 2016. Those were my first Spartan races. And then I I re-injured my back after that. And they were like, don't race, don't race, don't race. So, of course, I went and did, oh, I think I did Sun Peaks Beast. <laughs> and they were like, don't do that. And, and I've heard that so one's no joke. I... It was no joke, but you know what? If you were like, hey, let's go do this on Peaks Beast again, I'd be like, let's do it. Let's do it right now. I just, I love Sun Peaks yeah. as a venue. It's beautiful. There's foxes everywhere. It's challenging. I just loved it. See, and that's me with uh, Montana and Hawaii both. Because both courses have torn me apart. But both courses mm-hmm. are so gorgeous and so beautiful. I, If you told me, hey, let's go back tomorrow, I'd be like, cool. I can't walk right now, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> do it, right? Yep. And then last year, I was doing X Warrior, and I injured my knee, um, but I finished all my laps. I was doing a sandbag uh, division, so it's when you do mm-hmm. obstacle course race, but you carry a 45-pound sandbag through the whole thing. So I finished my I sandbag laps on my injured knee, <laughs> and so then I was out for the season, and I had to drop out and not do the 12-hour last year. So I got to do the 12-hour this year and get my 12-hour. So awesome. And see, that's, I think that's one of the hardest things, honestly, is when you do get injured, is coming back from it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's been one of the big things for me. And a lot of people have asked me why, why I don't just take, like, a year off and get myself back into the shape I should be and do everything else. And I'm like, because I'll be honest, I know me. And I know me well enough to know that if I said, hey, I'm going to take a year off to get better, I won't come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, that, is that horrible to say? Once I lose, and it's been a couple times like over the summer mo- or winter months where I don't race for three or four months, where I start questioning, why am I doing this? Why, why do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. And then I get back out there and then you get on the course and you're like, now I remember why I want to do this. 
you know, but I feel like if I took that year that I would be like, yeah, you know, I don't think I want to do it. And I don't know if I'd come back. And that's been my biggest worry, especially, you know, I'm 42. So you don't get like so. major FOMO? Like when you see pictures of your friends all having fun without you, you're not like, oh, I need to be there. I do. But then at the same time, I still get that like, and I think part of it is my age and the fact that I've gained so much weight. I think if I, if I'd lost the weight and did get healthy, I think I would definitely go back. But I think having the races in my mind, like, Hey, I've got a race coming up. I need to do something is what keeps me motivated to try and get better and, you know, lose that weight and feel better. So if it had, if I didn't have that in front of me, if I didn't have that motivation, I don't think I would do it. I would be like, Oh, I'll work out tomorrow. It'll be fine. You know, and then all of a yeah. sudden I'd be 300 pounds and things wouldn't be good. <laughs> oh. So what plans do you have for the rest of the year? I know we're already into September and what races do you have coming up? Are you, you done for the year or you got more coming? Uh, I wanted to try to get out to Whistler in September. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. It's just logistically, I just don't think it's going to happen. It's such a weird location from where I am. Um, but then mm-hmm. we've got uh, X Warrior Hurt Locker in October. So, and we don't even know what that's about. This is just like a crazy endurance event. They haven't told us anything about. We just had to sign up with teams. So, we'll see how yeah. that goes. And uh, then I usually do some kind of. get in just to keep kind of motivated and accountable and you know so i can keep seeing my race friends because i miss them <laughs> oh yeah you gotta keep seeing your race friends so that's awesome see and that's the one thing about ocr too is i think ocr is about the only community you can be like hey we got this thing come up in october that you need to sign up for with teams but we're not going to tell you anything about it and people are like okay sounds good take my money yeah, take my money. Any other, like, community, they'd be like, wait a minute, I need some information here. And, yeah, OCR people, they're like, sounds great. Let's. When do we start? <laughs> We're like, there's a finisher shirt? Sounds great. Yeah. A finisher shirt and a medal? Where do I start now? See, I want to go to the axe works. I want that bat. I want that axe. Yeah. I want that axe. Yeah. So. The under, or the... Um, the Battle Axe from Max Warrior? Yeah. Yeah. I want that. Pretty cool. Got my second one this year. See, now you're just making me jealous. So that's gonna that, that's on my, my to do list for next year is I wanna get the battle axe. So right on. So Sorry, I got a weird message on my phone. Um, trying to think of where to go from there. What? Because I know you've done a lot of Spartan, and you kind of mentioned that in the beginning. Uh, but I think we've talked more about X Warrior. So, what Spartan race? Do you have any Spartan races coming up, or are you just going with the X Warrior and those kinds for this year? Uh, well, there was Whistler's uh, Spring yeah. Super Weekend that I was going to try to get to. Um, but I just don't think that's going to happen. And I think I'm done for Spartan for the year. Um, there's just no Spartans, uh, Western Canada left 
for me to get to. So see, you just got to come to Washington. You know, we got the bees down here. <laughs> How am I going to get there? To fly on my magic I don't know. broom? If you have a magic broom, I mean, if you do, I kind of want to see that because that seems amazing that you have a broom that you can fly on. But so it's a secret. <laughs> The secret. All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to say to the listeners, or? Um. Yeah. Well, you know, like I always have a lot of people kind of ask me, like, because I I kind of talk about um, all my racing and stuff at work, and they say like, mm-hmm. oh, like you've got to be really fit to do that, and I'm like, well. I can't even do a pull-up or a chin-up. Like, I'm not your poster child for fitness. Like, I'm not an ambassador of anything or anything. But, like, I just want to tell everybody that, like, if you ever are doubting yourself that you can't do a Spartan race or a Rugged Maniac or Tough Mudder or a Hurricane Heat, like, like, every thought that you're having about that and just, like, go in and do it. And if it's ugly when you do it and if it looks bad, like, who cares? And do it. And you know what? Like, just live your best life because life is too short to not do the thing. So do the thing. Do the thing. I love that. That's awesome. It's going to be like my new motto. Do the thing. Do the thing. All right. Well, (laughs) thank you for talking to me. This has been a blast. Um, Yeah. So uh, hopefully I'll run into you one of these days at one of these events, hopefully X-Warrior next year, because I'm going to have to look at that and figure out where they're at so I can get to one. And, yeah, thank you very much. Sure, sounds good. It was nice meeting you. All right. We'll talk again. All right. All right, bye. Bye. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at BeastOCR.com.